Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Mind Surfer Radio, 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 Radio. One day, I'll have music and all that shit. It'll be cool. But you know when it's imperfect? Those are the memories you look back on and you go, you know what? I didn't dwell about having funky, catchy music. I didn't dwell about having a professional editor and a professional segment and a professional blah, 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 blah. Doesn't matter. Just do it. Something completed imperfect is always going to succeed more than a perfect project unfinished. Put your shoes on. Get your ass off the couch. Let's get motivated. Let's get out there. Let's see where Mind Surfer takes you today. God, I love meeting people. I love new people. I love young people. I love old people too. The only people I don't like are old thinking people. And that could be young people because let's remember, kids are just mere sponges and If you act old, they're going to act old. If you stay young, you stay curious, you stay wonderful, your human children will be the same. And they're going to fucking love you for the rest of your life. They're going to love you so much. Like, they're always going to love you, but after a while, if you never grow, they're going to resent you and be like, oh, whatever. Like, I get it. You do you. Fuck, whatever. No one try in the world. Everyone just be fucking however you are. You need to love people unconditionally and they'll never change. Yeah, but the jokes and the people who think that they're never going to change. Because guess what? Everything in life changes. And if you choose not to change, it's basically suicide. If you choose not to eat healthy, suicide. If you choose to keep smoking, suicide. If you choose to do things that are bad for you, suicide. But we're all gonna die. So if people are like, hey, I'd rather enjoy my moments and have less time here, then say, ugh, stress about following rules, I don't give a shit. To live longer, to be stuck in a place where people don't even love me. My family, they wanna kick me out because my family doesn't have the same money as everyone else. But because of laws, they can't kick me out of the old folks' home. So they definitely treat me worse because they're not making as many profits at the end of the month. If you don't think that shit ain't happening, then guess what? Open your fucking eyes. Like, if you're so ignorant that you don't think that what I'm saying, like, Guys, that's funny. (laughs) My server radio is so silly. You know, he's so silly. I know, I'm silly. I have to be silly. You can't be fucking serious around people. No one gives a shit. The only shit they give a fuck about is the fun they're having in the present moment. Because that's what we're taught. There's this whole idea that mindfulness is like, you know, just be happy. The present moment. So create great present moments for yourself. But guess what? There's a great scene in the movie Empire Strikes Back where a Jedi has to go through a cave and face his shadows. And guess what? It's not fun. It's not fun, but he had to be in that present moment because if he couldn't be in the present moment, he couldn't harness the force to get the X-Wing out of the Dagobah 
swamp. And he wasn't able to the first time. He needed his mentor to help and guide him. Lead by example how the fuck it was done. Could you imagine if Yoda was, mm, not as I do. Mm, do as I say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yoda, the master. That was my first attempt at doing Yoda in a long time, but I think it went okay. I don't know, maybe it was terrible. My throat's killing me. I've been talking. I was at a soup kitchen today. We helped prep the food. We cooked the food. Then we served the food. And it was really, fuck man, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of us that are fucking privileged and they don't fucking get it. And I'm not talking you're helping by getting paid to help. I'm talking you just go there and you get nothing in return. And you just have no judgment. And you just appreciate just what that moment is. You're not there to solve anything. You're not there to judge. You're not there to criticize. You're not there to do anything. You're not there to get a paycheck. You're not there to boss people around. You're not there to find issues. You are simply existing as a human being who has the capabilities of helping create a dinner, carry heavy things if your stature is designed for it, and have 128 people ranging from guy who got hit by a truck the week before, a semi-truck, because the truck was speeding and people are reckless and don't give a fuck. And he sh described in broken English, because he knew right away, he's like, gringo, but I got a story for you, gringo. He's like, this fucking truck was coming at me. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I believe it already. And then he goes, fucking tire right by my face. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I'm like, fuck. No way. He's like, yeah, way. Because way in Mexico means what? Dude. Yeah, no way, way. Right? No way. And I'm like, yeah, dude. No way, way. I know. You're welcome. Have fun with that one. Yo, way. Hey, way. Yo, way. Which, but watch out with yo, way, because yo means I. I, dude. So you're the dude man. <sighs> so he's describing... How this truck tire just missed his face. And he's wearing a fucking sling. His hand's all mangled. He's showing me his shoulder where fucking he has to get surgery. And the guy's fucking smiling, you know, as much as he can. His eyes are smiling. Everything about his fucking energy is absolutely fucking inspiring. And then you got, you know, a couple of mums there with their kids. Just picking up what they can, right? It's just what they can. There's no judgment. It's a place where people come by the church, they'll get themselves a meal. They all bring their own containers. Some of them have sawed off two liters of Coke bottles. That's what they're taking home, to bring home to eat. You always want to give the dessert to the kids right in their hands, because every kid likes getting a present. You forget that stuff, and when they tell you that as a tip, you become the special person giving the fun dessert. I've told them I'd go back. I am going to go back. They have an oven. That's two burners. Like two stovetops. But think of the width of that. So the two stovetops are there's left and right. But there's no front and back. There's just there. And the oven is the depth of two burners. So they can't put a pot in to cook anything. They can't put a big pan or tray. They can't use an oven. And so, you know... It was brought to my attention that they're like, hey, can you somehow raise money to, to get another oven? And I just looked at them and I said, fuck yeah, let's fucking make it happen. And like, I know enough people here. 
There's no way that I'm not going to get a fucking oven for the church who's feeding the homeless seven days a week. And they're running 100% off donations. If my purpose for the next few months is to just fucking help 120 people have a fucking warm meal. Like, thank you. I appreciate this task the universe has given me. And there's going to come a time where I don't want to talk about what I'm doing to help. Because I'm not doing it. So that people are like, oh, look at you, blah, blah, blah. Like, I didn't take a picture of me handing out food. I did take a picture of me and the team and all the people I met of us preparing the food together. Because to me, that's a memory. To me, that's something I can always look back and be like, fuck, yeah, 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 man. That was the first time. And what a great feeling it was. How amazing is it to know that I was able to just partake. That's it. No, I didn't solve fucking issues. There's no fucking finding a solution. It's me being in the present moment, being mindful that my hands and my feet and legs that I can stand on and my dexterity to cut green onions and celery at a quarter inch because we have to make sure that there's enough food and pieces for everyone to enjoy. And if I'm able to just do that in the present moment, and that's it. And just know that by me giving them their food, I was giving four pieces of bread per person. So some were five kids, plus the mom. Here's the fucking goddamn loaf and a half, because that's how much you're allotted each person. And you think about it, it's like, fuck, dude, I just, I go through this food like it's not even a question. And I fucking waste food because... I buy healthy and then I get lazy and then I let food go bad. I've gotten a lot better. I'm way more mindful of it. But there was a time where, in theory, I knew what to do. I knew what to buy. But it would just all go rotten because I'd go out. I'd order in. I'd be lazy. Lazy. And then when I had to throw it all out, I never calculated it. But I guarantee it was a brutal amount. So this isn't actually the topic of today. I just shared that just because it kind of came out. And I'm excited about it. I'm happy about it. But it was definitely an experience that I haven't done in a while. And it's not my first time volunteering. But often when I would volunteer, it was usually at holiday time. So I would feel good for myself, I guess. Or feel good of myself. I always donated money whenever I could. Because to me, that was the easiest way to say I helped. Well, whatever. I gave him money. There's my fucking... Now I'm going to go work for a company who's fucking you over. And I don't give a fuck about it because I gave you 20 bucks to have a Merry Christmas. Fuck off. Now go get your own job. Quit being lazy. Fucking do something because I just scooped food for you. And all you have to do is go get a fucking job and quit being addicted to drugs. And why didn't you have a better childhood? And fuck you for having no parents, you fucking thoughtless, stupid fucking idiot who's now on the streets because you're an idiot because your parents were also abused or addicted or don't exist or passed away or you don't even know. And let's be clear, that's how most people think. I hear people. I talk to people. I've had to stop talking to people because people I used to have a lot of respect for. I'm like, wow, really? That's that's your opinion? Well, you know what? Uh, well, my opinion is I want to make a difference in a positive way and not just sit on my ass and be a judgmental fucking prick or cunt, either or. I was talking to some new people I met today, which were amazing. I met them at a comedy show because my buddy said, hey, you want to go to a comedy show after we volunteer? And I'm like, no, I, I didn't bring my wallet. I didn't bring money. I just I was expecting a volunteer to go home, feed the cat, and then, you know, work on my shit or whatever the fuck I do. <laughs> Relax. Meditate. 
was not expecting to be recording podcast. Not at all. Not at all, my friends. He's like, hey, let's go to a comedy show. I'm like, okay. I'll go to a comedy show. Fine. So I get there, and my buddy's table's full, like packed. I'm like, there's no room. He's like, yeah, yeah, they're saving a spot for us. They're going to save a spot for us. So there's this table behind them with this wonderful couple who goes, hey. I'm like, hey, what's up? And I look. I'm like, what the fuck? It's my fucking golfing buddy and his amazing girlfriend. I'm like, can we sit here? He's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. So we were sitting basically with his friends and we had our own free chairs. But the universe does that to me all the time. And I know people who listen to me don't all believe in the universe. And you don't, you haven't all smoked the toad. You don't fucking see the connectivity of the fucking everything of who we are. I am you. You are me. We are one. We all come from source. Christ consciousness is the answer to recognize that when we hurt someone else, we're really just hurting ourselves. And that comes back to us in karma. And bonus points, when you die, you get to experience everything you did to others. Oh, wait, it gets better. And you get to experience how they felt, how you made them feel. So it's not just like you can be like, no, well, poor you. No, your soul goes through the, this is what it felt like. And you're like, no way. It's like, yeah, way. Which means dude in Mexican. And... And I say Mexican because I don't think it's in Spanish. I think way is slang. Like, it's Mexican slang. And if we'd say, like, took and someone said, yeah, that's in Canadian, I'd be like, yes. You can say a word is from a country. The fact that I have to fucking baby spoon feed people the concept that it's okay to say certain things is just the depression of the era we live in. And that all has to do with whoever raised those kids and whatever. You got to look at yourself. If you hate the way your kids are acting, I'm sorry, but they're probably doing the opposite of what you were doing. Or they're doing exactly what you're doing. But there comes a time where kids are like, no, I don't like what the fuck they're doing, so I'm not going to do that. All my parents do is drink with their friends. Well, I don't want to drink because they're all just annoying and loud and fucking loud. When you start having to recognize and face the mirror and recognize that you're accountable to everything and that at some point we have to just accept that we have to pop bubbles. And so this girl asked me, she goes, well, what do you do with your mindfulness coaching? Like, what the fuck's that about? I'm like, well, my podcast is definitely to relate with people who need mindfulness they're going through a traumatic event something a bubble in their life popped and so they just need some help transitioning from the old comfort bubble to the reality of well now they're in another bubble but you're aware this bubble's gonna pop too she goes what i'm not ready for that and i said yeah i hear you and that's the cool part is you don't have to be ready because you never are but you can be aware of it and if i told you like hey And I started naming them. I'm like, there's a financial bubble. There's the, your parents are just regular people who don't know everything bubble. And it doesn't mean they're not doing their best. Everyone's doing their best. But sometimes people's best is not that good. Like, it's just fucking for real. Like, some people are like the kid who eats the glue. And there's a lot of parents like that. They just, they think they're doing good. And because the teachers are giving them trophies for saying they're doing good. But they're not. You're not, like, there's just shit in the bed while they're eating glue and it's just but you can't say that to anyone because people own their kids and if you criticize anyone that's fucking the ultimate ego 
shot because that means that oh you know how to be a human better than me yes i do actually i'm fucking phenomenal at it i'm really good at it because i haven't had the issues you've had i've had experiences that have allowed me to see things differently and that's all it is it's not that i'm a better person we're all the same we're all 100 percent equal everyone is your child your child is equal to you even though you want to believe you have superiority they're not equal until they're 18. That's just man-made bullshit. And if you can't comprehend what that means, I don't know, ask a friend, poll the audience. I, I don't know, talk to a counselor, read a book, Google it. Like I'm not here to convince. All I know is that the more people I meet, and the more people I meet, and the more people I meet, and the more I feel comfortable talking about what I do, the more people are like, dude, we need more of that. Like we need people being a little more aware. And being aware doesn't mean being woke, because there's a whole woke culture of people who live in a bubble of victimization, and everyone else is wrong, but they can't look in the mirror. That's the woke culture. Everyone else is wrong, but they can't look in the mirror and be like, yeah, but your actions speak louder than your words, and your actions are shit. You're a big talk, but your actions are very negative. You do negative things to other people. Yeah, but they deserve it. They did it to us. Yeah, but you know, unless you're six years old, that's not a good excuse anymore. Yeah, but he hit me first. Well, guess what? There's consequences. So you're both guilty. And usually it's the person who retaliates who gets in the most trouble. And I understand there's a lot of anger out there and people want to pretend like they're tough. Like... They think this is their moment to rise like a superhero and be physical. Shiba. And they think that rising up and being physical is the new revolution, but it's not. The new evolution is the revolution of the mind. And if you seek, thou shalt find that you do come from the divine. And in time, I forget the rest of the quote. That It's the second time I do that verse, and it's from, I believe it's from Public Enemy. I believe it's called... You got game, I got game, you got game, we got game, they got game, it might feel good, it might sound a little something, but fuck the game if you ain't seen nothing. There's something happening here, what it is ain't exactly clear, there's a man with a gun over there, telling me I've got to beware, so I got to stop. Hey, what's that sound? Minds of a radio's going off ground. It is true. There's a lot of lyrical geniuses out there telling us the truth in plain sight, but we're too fucking stupid to even think it's real. But when you die, you find out it's real, and you're like, oh, fuck. So I just want this episode to be about, it's okay that your bubbles burst. It's okay to not be ready for your bubbles to burst. I think that's what it is. It's okay that you listen to this and you're like, okay, you're entertaining. I want to believe in what you're saying, but seriously, you say some fucking crazy shit. Like, you're telling me that when you die, it's like going back to a locker room. Everyone who died before you was in on it, and we're all in this whole thing together. And if you don't know, and it turns out you're stealing other people's shoelaces from your own team and then selling them to the other team, and then you go back to the dressing room, and everyone's like, hey, what's up, motherfucker? Why'd you steal all of our shoelaces and sell them to the other team? Like, we get it, you had to do it, we love you, but come on, you know that this is what happened now, right? This is, you made everyone's life harder because of what you did.
No, there's no way that's true. That's not true. You're just making that up. Whatever. Wouldn't it be funny if that's what happens when you go there and you get to see and experience everything I said before? I've experienced it. And there's nothing you can do or say that would take that experience away from me. I know what's coming next. I'm cool with it. I absolutely fucking am excited. I'm ecstatic. Which gives me the joy and contentment to just trek along and grind and get stuff done. And when I say grind, yes, there's shit I don't like about writing. I definitely hate revising and rewriting. I hate going through 90% complete shit because it looks complete, but there's still so much work to do. I hate not being able to just send out all my fucking podcasts to be express fucking edited. I hate fucking having to worry every month about paying bills. There's one thing that I'm not going to skimp on. I won't go out. I won't go to restaurants. I won't drink. I'm not going to waste money, but I'm always going to buy good food, healthy food. I'm not going to skimp on fucking food. I've been pretty adamant about that. And it's actually helped me because the more I spend on good food, the healthier I get and the more energy I get. And I know it sounds stupid. I'm like, whatever. I don't give a shit if you believe it or not. Some of you will believe it. Some of you, yeah, it's true. It's true. But you just won't do anything. Or you're one of those people who's like, oh, I can't. There's always an excuse. And it doesn't matter what someone says. You can give 20,000 reasons and ways to achieve a goal, and they'll have 80,000 excuses not to. It's like, okay, fine. You're full of excuses. Why do you ask anyone for help? Just blend into your couch and fucking fade off into the distance because that's all the effort you're willing to put in anyways. And if you think that's insulting or that's a bad thing to say to someone, if you are at that point, and I say it all the time, so it's not a big surprise, you already know what I'm going to say. What am I going to say? Go see your counselor. Go see your therapist. Go get help. Ask someone. Like, obviously, I say that all the fucking time. And if you're fucking depressed, just dial the number. Fucking contact someone just say hey man i'm super fucking depressed i need someone to just help me but here's the deal yo you can ask for help but unless you're willing to put the work in then it's just always still whoa this is the reason this is the reason this is the reason this is the reason so what you need is a counselor to help you fucking isolate every reason and excuse and help you write down to remind you why that excuse is bullshit and how you overcome it If it takes eight weeks to go over fucking 60 different excuses, fuck, that's a very effective session. And you should totally be able to go through that many at some point, maybe not in five weeks or eight weeks, but get through them. See, what takes time in counseling and therapy is when you start picking a specific topic or excuse and you start delving deep into it. That's, 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 that's where the shit fucking gets real. And if your counselor is doing good for you, then keep going. If you need to take a break and you're like, hey, we've done a lot. Can I take a month off? Give me some homework and I'll come back in another month or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. Like therapy shouldn't feel like goddamn fucking shittier than work. It should be like, oh my God, I'm so happy I met my own Yoda to help me grow and be in the present moment with pain, but understanding the pain, appreciating the pain, and turning the pain into a soreness that isn't negative, but a pain that's appreciated. Knowing that after you pumped the irons at the gym and your biceps fucking are killing you, and the next morning they're hurting you even more. 
But over time, the pain subsides because you're working on it, you're practicing it. If you don't spend a second of your time practicing, being mindful, meditating, learning something, then don't say you're not good at it. Just say, I'm lazy. That's it. Just say, I'm lazy. I don't want to. That's what people have to say. Quit lying. Like so many liars. I'm not good at this. No, I'm lazy. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm old. I don't want to have to learn new stuff. Hmm. I learned enough stuff until I was 18. Hmm. I went to university for four years and I learned enough. Hmm. I don't want to learn anymore. Hmm. No. Stupid kids. They just keep learning and learning and learning. And they're learning more than us. So that means that they're making stuff up to make us feel stupid. I'm telling you, there are some fucking very fragile adult egos that are so scared of looking like fools. The problem is the further along they go, try not to look like a fool, the bigger the fool they are. And it really comes down to the Dunning-Kruger effect. And again, I think this is like five episodes in a row, Dunning-Kruger. I feel like I knocked it out of the park. Check out Dunning-Kruger. And once you can accept that you are suffering from Dunning-Kruger and the bubble pops of your self-confidence when you start realizing how much you don't know and how much of a fool you've been standing on your high horse trying to be better than thou. Wishing harm upon others to prove your point. Like that's some fucking next level, asshole, narcissistic, piece of shit behavior. And I had someone do this to me this past week. Someone close to my family. And I was like, really? Like, wow, you're fucking totally cuckoo, aren't you? Like if you're wishing that someone gets something bad and then you put a heart after it, that's some fucking narcissistic, psychological, fucking weird ass, you should talk to a counselor type of thing. Because the counselor would be like, why did you feel the need to say that he should catch it? Why do you feel the need to wish harm on someone else? I was just joking. Really? Because you guys were having a serious discussion. And then you ended it. It looked pretty normally serious. It didn't look like you were joking. Well, no, that's, that's your interpretation. Oh, whatever. Then I guess you're right. Once you reach the point of mindfulness that, you know what? Maybe everything's not the way you thought it was. Maybe everyone else is happy because they have a fuck ton of money, but they do until they don't, right? Like, I don't know, the way things are going. What happened in 2009, it's like people think it'll never happen again. Word on the street I'm hearing is going to be even worse. And I know many people have been predicting it for a while. So to me, it's not a big surprise. But there's going to be a lot of people holding their dicks and their flappy vaginas because they lost everything, including their shirts, panties, pants, boxers, all of them because they're completely oblivious to what's going on in the world. Oblivious. And they think the bubble they live in is untouchable. And all you have to do is look back in history, how many empires and or countries are no longer the same countries they were a few hundred years ago? Well, that would never happen nowadays. Really? Why don't you look up how many countries have changed names or ownership over the past hundred years. Well, a hundred years is a long time. Well, then check 20 years. Maybe it's zero. Pretty sure it's not zero, but maybe I'm just making stuff up. Maybe I don't know anything. The point of becoming mindful of what's going on is really 
So you can find joy and contentment in your life knowing you're not doing shit for other people, that you're hoping you get the dangling carrot they put in front of you, and then it turns out you sacrifice your soul and make life decisions based on carrots, and then you get fucked. You borrow money from the company because they promise you you're going to make so much money, and you make fucking nothing. Now you're just working for the company to pay them back. And now you can barely put food on the table for yourself. That doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, it does. Ask any financial advisor, any of them. Do you know someone who lost more money than they made and it financially ruined them? Probably more than they'd care to fucking share. If you knew how many financial companies have fucked their employees and completely screwed them financially, You'd be very, very surprised. Very surprised. What's up, Doc? This isn't about shitting on people. It's not about mocking people. It's an observation. It's happening. I'm sharing stories I went through. If you want to believe it, why are you listening? I, honestly, I always say that. I'm like, if you don't believe the shit, like, turn me off. If you do believe it, if you understand, if you're interested, if it kind of is ringing a bell, if you're recognizing it in your life in the distance and you're like, yeah, I've noticed that. Like, I feel like if I would do this, this, and this, and this, which is what everyone in my life is telling me to do, my guidance counselors, my teachers, the principal, my parents, my uncle, my aunt, my cousin, everyone, the fucking whole herd is telling you to follow them off the cliff. And it's like, yeah, but there's a cliff. You, you guys don't see that cliff? Like, is it me? Is it me or is it... Like, I'm pretty sure it's not a mirage. Like, are you guys not even... You, you, you haven't noticed? Like, we've gone over this ridge and the, the, it's changed. But they're pot committed, right? You can't change directions when you're flying down a bobsled. She's like, shh, we're going. Hold on tight. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not taking that bobsled, actually. I'm going to actually sell it. Someone want my bobsled for twice as much as I paid for it? You do? Excellent. Thanks. I'm going to take that money and, I guess, be an actor or something. And we all know how that turned out. (laughs) You don't know who I am, so obviously, not so well. But maybe podcast world will be different. Maybe I'll be able to share my ideas and beliefs and fun and energy by sharing something I believe in. Because I'll tell you, when you audition for hundreds and hundreds of shitty companies and shitty fucking products, and don't get me wrong, yes, some of them are good. Some. But if you really find out who's the only companies that fucking pay for big marketing money, big money, cars, insurance, banks, Credit cards, fast food, drugs. What else? I think that's it. I'm sure I missed something, but that's it. Oh, couple of big box stores, but only a couple of them. There's not that many. Only the big chains. And that's it. That's what you got. That's your acting career until you can break through and be a day player in some other show. And I just never, ever, ever fit the part. I always look too old when I was young, then I looked too young when I was old, and now I'm like, perfect, a radio, you don't have to fucking look at me. Look at me!
But I have the face for radio. My father used to tell me all the time. And it's the truth. Till it's not. And then you see me in person and you're like, hey, that's that's mind surfer, really? Why does he always call himself a mind surfer? Cause that's who this is speaking. And I hope that you dragged your ass out and you're walking and you're moving and you're doing your thing and you've stopped a couple times, because that's what we do, right? We stop. Collaborate and listen. Mind surfers back on a brand new invention, something grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a hawk, daily or nightly, will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow to the extreme. I rock a mic like a vandal, light up the stage, watch a chump like a candle dance. Something like a poisonous mushroom. Anything less than the best is a felony. Take it or leave it. Oh, God, I used to know it kind of. I hope I didn't leave that part in. If I left that in, I'm sorry. Like, that's embarrassing. I was just terrible. That was 30 seconds of your life you're never getting back. Might have been longer. But I hope you're walking, you stop, you go, taste the air, look around, see what you can see, hear what you hear. Be mindful, this present moment. And you can even be like, huh, this episode is like way more chill than usual. And I'll tell you why, because it's for you specifically. It's for the person who's actually going through a hard time and all the stuff I've talked about in all the other episodes, you kind of maybe relate to some of it. And I just want to say that I only said it because I'm just sharing what I went through. So you're not alone. And the more you learn to talk about it with others, there's some really amazing people out there who really share some philosophies of goodness. And if you want to know who they are, a good book to ask if they've read is a Celestine Prophecy. And if they know, like, you know. Because some people just look at you like, what? And it's like, no, it's cool. Like, no, no, what? Like, no, I've heard of it. I'm like, no, it's cool. I just want to know if it's a book you like. You love, I love that book. I love all the series. Oh, and I've been following James Redfield, who's the author on Facebook. And recently he just went on live and I joined in for an hour. And then he did this guided meditation. And I don't know, there's a few hundred people watching. And it was cool that I got to be part of it. And he, he was taking, like, you know, you could send messages, and I did send messages. I'm like, thanks so much for writing those books. They're so inspiring. Thank you for being the person you are and doing what you're doing because it's really making a difference. Now, I don't think he replied, and I'm okay with that. I send messages to celebrities who I've known since I'm a kid. Recently, I sent a message to Mario Lopez to be like, dude, I just started following you. I know this is random, but I just want to say... You seem like you have a great soul, so thanks for everything you've done, and I wish you all the best. God bless, or some shit like that. Do I expect him to reply? No. I don't expect you to reply, Mario Lopez. But if you do now, I expect you to also come onto my show and be like, yo, yo, what's up? I'm Mario Lopez. A.K.A. Slater. No, fuck Slater. He's, he's Mario Lopez. He's earned it. Although Slater was a great launching pad for you, buddy. I loved watching you. You played the character amazing. And so, whatever, you and Mark Gosler were fucking pimping when we were kids. And good for you, man. I love that you were part of the nostalgia of childhood. People make fun of actors so much, but they look up to actors more than they realize. And the hypocrisy is how much they judge actors. And if they only knew how hard it was to get into the industry, to succeed, to make it, it's so easy. All you have to do is pretend. Like, oh yeah? Fucking, you're not good at pretending. Oh, you're not pretending to be stupid. Fuck. Shit. All right.
oh, you're just an actor. You're an elitist. I'm like, really? I got no money. How can I be an elitist poor person? Like, this is the insanity you hear from people. People have lost their marbles. And if their ancestors were here, they'd be like, what are you saying? What the fuck is coming out of your mouth? You understand that the name that you have has been carried over centuries or however the fucking long your ancestry is. And this is how that name came about. And this is what we did. So your fucking sorry ass can be born. And now you're acting like the fucking village idiot that we would have stoned to death back in the 1400s because no one should have people reproducing like that in their community. Because that's how they talked back in the 1400s. I'm assuming. And I'm also assuming anyone who gets offended isn't listening. It's only the diehards right now. It's the people who are like, oh, seriously, I'm just out for the walk. And your talks are just completely outlandish. As we look in the mirror and see, hey, fuck, shit, fuck, damn it. Man, I gotta own up to that now. Jeez. But as you get there, and you find the place, and you're excited, because you see it now. So yes, your bubble's bursting, but you see that, wait, other people's bubbles have burst, and they're doing okay. And maybe if I just talk to them about it, maybe they'll ease me into the other bubble. Because there's multiple bubbles, so if you think that one bubble popping, you know the whole rest of your life, there's seven. So if you've had three or four, there's three or four more. No, there isn't. You're just making that up. You don't know shit. Everything you're saying is a myth. It's just fiction. It's an idea. It's not real. Well, then you are right, my friend. And you can continue being miserable and judgmental and believe everything you want to be and sit on your high horse within the bubble floating upon it. And when the fucking knees of your horse get taken out from under them, the delusion in your mind of your bubble being impenetrable will be shattered as you crash to the ground, popping your bubble. At this point, we start seeing, hey, wait, I am on a high horse because I've totally been judgmental. I totally talk about people behind their back. I am all these things. So wait, you're telling me that I can recognize that? I can just wake up in the morning with a clean slate and start recognizing when I'm being judgmental, stop myself, and then find a compliment. I can't do that. I can't just lie. Hey, let's put it this way. If you can't find one compliment in one person, you need to start learning to love yourself and find a compliment for yourself every day. Because if you can't find a compliment for yourself either, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Go get help. Go see a counselor. Go see a therapist. Because that's not what Mindsurfer is. Mindsurfer is once you've realized that your bubble's popped and you've accepted it. You have to accept it. Then I'm going to prepare you for other bubbles that are going to pop. We're going to anticipate it. We're going to prepare it. And then eventually you're going to pop your own bubble. Prepared. Because you're going to be like, wait, I'm all prepared for this to happen. So if it happens, I'm ready. Be like, yep. So if I wouldn't have even thought about it and I would have been mindless and it would have happened, I'd be way more fucked. Yep. So it's okay that I fucked up? Fuck yeah, man. Key to life is fucking up. Now the other part of the key is learning from the fuck up because they go hand in hand. The fuck up is automatic and then the learning isn't because when we're told and we're shown what to do and we're shown to shove a round peg through a square hole or a triangle hole because a circle will go through a square because I know there's some smart asses out there. You know, they put up their glasses. 
I've tried to use the circle through the square and it works. So the fucking circle through the fucking triangle, all right? Okay, that's a better analogy. Thank you for clearing that up. I can think of your analogy better. You understand that, like, people who interrupt people to correct mundane bullshit are missing the point of why someone's telling them a story. People don't tell you stories to help you just to hear themselves talk. They're telling you to tell you a lesson they learned, and they're trying to share the lesson to you. So people who are offended that someone is sharing a story similar to the fucking story you're going through, they're not trying to steal your attention. They're trying to give you life advice of the shit they fucking went through. So fucking listen. Because they're not going to repeat it over and over. And if you're so self-involved that you don't want to listen to someone else who's taking the time out of their life we're all given X amount of time and then you fucking die. And for all you people who don't believe that death occurs to everyone, well, you're part of the problem right now in the world. And what you need to do is just recognize. 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 Fuck, recognize what? I lost myself. Son of a bitch. Sheba? Where the fuck's a cat? Fuck, the cat might have gone next door again. I hope not. I really hope not. Fuck. It's nearly impossible to get her out. Ah, fuck. As we admit that we have room to grow and that we have to look at ourselves and look at our actions and those around us who've been repeating the same shit over and over and over and still trying to shove those ideas into your mind, making you forced to do what the bullshit they're doing because people love sharing only what they know, even if it means screwing you because they honestly don't give a shit more than what they know. And so to them, what they learned in the 70s is what works today or in the 80s or the 90s or whatever. Look at all the fucking asshole politicians who are being fucking exposed for being piece of shit human beings. And it's not a big surprise. There's a whole bunch of them. There was a whole era in the 80s and 90s and 70s of people being complete douchebags, getting away with fucking corruption and unaccountable actions for a long time. You can't do that anymore. Now people are getting caught. And they're like, well, what? Everyone else is doing it. And then everyone turns their back on them. It's just the way it is. Because you recognize, like, oh, these people aren't... They're not accountable for anything. They think they can do whatever they want because that's the way it was, just the way it is. And they don't see that, hey, man, you still need to change your ways now. Now, you can pretend to change your ways, but keep being a dick. And that doesn't work. Like, you can't pretend. People see through it. But this isn't about shitting on people. And, you know, it's tough. If, you, if your bubble hasn't burst yet or if your finances are so fucking tight that anything I say just ruffles your feathers because you're like, it better not be true. It better not be true. Well, take a look how many times in the past 50 years or 100 years, money's gone up, money's gone down. Money's gone up, money's gone down. And check out inflation. See what's going to happen for the cost of goods and products. If you don't think these are just excuses to help the economy keep moving in the upward direction, and if you don't understand how economy works and what happens if the economy fails. The economy can never fail because it's the natural law of the universe. And he can't fail because we said so. And there's a lot of people who believe this. It's unfucking believable Well, I've diversified it to Bitcoins and NFTs. Whatever. You're still missing the whole point of what's wrong with the problem. So you can diversify all you want but it's not gonna fix the long-term problem. What's that?
I don't have the solution to every problem, so there's no point bringing up any problems. You're doing good if you're doing this, if you're just listening, if you're out there walking, if you're just trying. Ah, do, do not. There's no try. You're doing it, and I appreciate you for doing that. And when you stop and take a breath, you're being. And when you remember that in life, there's times for you to do and there's times for you to be. And then you start remembering that life is like music. And sometimes you do and sometimes you be. And then you get a little do, be, do, be. Do be, do be, do be, do be, do be, do be, do. Yeah. You're welcome. You just got a song today. And maybe I even got you to crack a smile on your lip. So you know what? Life ain't that bad. You got fucking mind server telling you some shit. You're not alone. You're doing good. You're kicking ass. You're taking names. You're journaling. You're working on yourself. You're doing the three-minute mind surfs. You're at least trying to make a healthy meal a few times a week. Maybe you're food prepping on Sundays. So all the veggies are pre-made so you don't have to waste time prepping to eat healthy because that we all know is the worst part of eating healthy is prepping the best part of cooking is dialing that is a way people consider being the best way to cook and it is what it is you know it is what it is what are you gonna do not here to judge people but hey if the observation fits sorry and if you don't like hearing it well that's part of the fucking you're triggering And I can't help people move forward until they go talk to someone who says, well, yeah, you know, he did, uh, he was rude with the way he said it. And he's definitely a mean person. And I wouldn't recommend you listening to him anymore because obviously he hurts your feelings. And, and you know what? You're right. You are right. You are a victim to these harsh words that he says. But he does have a point that you need to get the fuck over it. And you need help. And let's work together so that you can become a person who's able to emotionally grow their intelligence because emotional intelligence is not something that's taught. It's not something that's even talked about. So as you start learning about emotional intelligence and you realize, holy fuck, Dunning-Kruger effect, ding, 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 I let my emotions run rampant and it's actually my ego that's in charge because I'm so full of myself, I think I'm always right And my judgment towards others is always right and justified. The key to being a fake intelligent person is to justify everything you do. That's Dunning-Kruger. Like You justify everything in your mind to say why what you said was right and everything you're doing is right. Then once you start realizing and growing intelligently and seeing things from new perspectives, you realize, holy shit, that was not productive. That was actually really assholey. But you need to be able to admit it. You have to be able to admit, wow, I was an asshole. Fuck, I was a douchebag. Man, at least admit it to yourself. If you never get to see those people again, fuck it, who cares, whatever. It is what it is, learn your lesson. If it's family or someone else, you know, say what you gotta say and make it better. Now, if you said what you said to stand your ground and then it just created a ruffle, well, you said what you said. How do you want to move forward? Well, talk to a professional because they're going to give you advice. Because again, that bubble hasn't burst yet. The whole family dynamic. It's the bubble of everyone is just a human. And whether you're related or not doesn't fucking matter. This whole blood is thicker than water is all bullshit. When that bubble pops and everyone on this planet is in on it together equally, equally, doesn't matter where you are. And when you can start loving strangers as much as you love people you love, that's when you've woken up and had some bubbles burst. And that's when, you know, we move forward and we can talk more. And the stuff I say 
resonates with you because you go, oh, fuck, yeah. I see now, if I'm going to run a company, the people I work for, I like that they do this, this, and this, and I would definitely want to do the same model. Now, what I don't like is this, this, and this. So you'd change it. Now, if you don't have three solutions, actionable solutions for a problem. So if you work for a company or work for someone, and you don't like the way something's done, and you bitch and moan and complain, just tell them a boss always wants to know how they can make their employees happier or the job more efficient. That's really what it is. They don't give a fuck about the happiness of the employee. They only care about the productivity of the employee. That's fucking fact. And anyone who tells you different, they care more about productivity than how happy you are. But a happy person is more productive, so that's why they would care that you're happy or content or whatever. And using this thinking and the time that you work there as experiences and look at it as, wow, I'm so excited that, you know, in the next six or 10 years, I'm hoping to do this project. But while I'm working with these people, I'm learning this, this, this. I'm gaining this experience. I have knowledge that I never would have had had I just started on my own trying to make it and wing it and fail and start again and fail and start again. So sometimes working for a good company is good. And even sometimes working for a bad company is good because... When you work for a bad company, you learn quickly what you would never do to other people. When you work for a company that you think is good, but then people drive across a country to beat you up with a bat, you're like, what? I thought this company, so the rumors I was hearing aren't true. Our company stiffs people's bills. Like people do that. And then you hear about it and then it's like, fuck, like whatever. Then you get fired and you're like, really? I didn't even quit this job. I got fired from this job. Whatever, sure. Learning experience, fun times. And then at breakfast, after getting fired, you get a phone call from another company saying, hey, heard you're looking for a job. And it's like, no, I'm done. I don't want to work that job anymore. Fuck that shit. Fuck it. No, I understand. You're a little, you know, perplexed. Things happened. But give us a moment. Let's just talk it out. Tomorrow, let's just meet up. Yada, 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 yada. And it's like, no, tomorrow doesn't work. Uh, How about the next day? Because I was going to get drunk that night because I got fired and I was pissed. Because I got fired very questionably. And honestly, the fun part is it doesn't matter. I needed everything in my life to happen the way I did. And when I say I was pissed, it's funny. I get people say, ugh, you didn't get over it. I'm like, no, I'm telling you the emotional state I was in at the time. Don't you know how to understand emotions? Don't you know that it's okay to talk about... Just because I say the word of the emotion doesn't mean that's the way I'm feeling at this moment. Oh, no, you can't talk about the emotions because that means you feel it right now. And that means you're being negative. I imagine that's what some people would say. They would never say it out loud because... There's no way that they'd be that ballsy. But hey, who knows? There's some fucking incredible people out there. Incredible. Incredible. My voice. I hope this was a fun one. I hope it was inspiring more than anything. Because I know I wasn't very energetic. I tried to be energetic. I tried to be. But today was just different. I just felt a little more humbled after being part of the soup kitchen. Cutting up seven stalks of celery. Dozen green peppers. I think we did nine kilos of rice. We had six or seven full chickens to help make the stock. And then we pulled out all the meat. We had these Argentinian sausages that cooked up, chopped up. And they made this really good gumbo. They had a little bit left and they gave me a little bit to try. And I honestly felt guilty trying it because I'm like, I don't need this food. I This could help so many other people. And 
is giving me the inspiration to find a little something else to do. Not that I have more time to do more projects, but this one I'm pretty excited about. And as I come near the end of my book, it'll be nice for that project to be done. It'll be fun. And I'm sure I'll have a revision of it later and I'll be like, oh, fuck, I got to go over it again. But I'm excited. I don't say it in a negative way. I say it in a, oh, man, Dagobah system, fuck. I got to carry Yoda on my back. Bring me in this, you will not. That was terrible. But unlike your motivation, your awesomeness, and everything you guys are doing, I appreciate that you were part of this. I hope today just kind of gave you a bit of a nudge of, you're doing good. You're doing good. If you're listening to this, if you're doing the walks, if you're just doing anything, you got your gratitude list, whatever it is, you have your counselor meeting, you do your guided meditations, whatever it is. Maybe you just listen to some Teal Swan, do some shadow work. And if you haven't listened to Teal Swan's shadow work, it's worth a listen. I've talked about her before, and she's just one of those humans that I think is really trying to make a difference. Is it possible she's making a ton of money doing it? Yeah, well, fuck. There's a lot of shitty people making a ton of money doing a lot worse. She's helping people. And why is it so bad when people who help others get shit on for making money? There's some idea that if people help others are supposed to be poor. And I feel it's the super rich that try to keep passing on that fucking stupid analogy. Because there's a lot of really good people who are making a difference and people who create amazing inventions and who deserve to make the money because they're helping people. Now, did you sell your soul to make the money? Did you fucking change stuff, skew stuff, lie, manipulate, bribe, corrupt something? Like, I don't know. If you did any of that stuff, well then, well, maybe you're not such a great guy. Yeah, but I donated money. Yeah, but you only donated the exact amount you needed to write off taxes, and it's your own fucking charity, and you use it like your own personal piggy bank. So go fuck yourself. You know, you're so rude. I am sometimes, I really am. Now, I don't want to end this episode on such a dreary, silly subject, but it's true though, isn't it? Like when we start recognizing and seeing that people or businesses we look up to, it's like, yeah, you're awesome. And then it's like, wait, oh, you're not that awesome. And if I were to do that, you'd be the first one to cut me down and be like, no, don't let that person do it. So that's just what it is. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of this.